Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hi, this is Meta from ModestoCon. Uh, we're going to be down at Modesto Center Plaza, July 9th and 10th. We're going to have Doug Jones, Sam Jones, and lots of other fun. Tickets are only $4 in advance, $5 a door, so come on down. Bring the kids. Welcome back to Geekish Cast, episode 77. This is the comic commentary with Paul and Jeremy. Uh, but tonight, we instead of doing Star Wars like we've planned on doing for the last two weeks, we're just going to kind of talk about general comic booky stuff. Yeah. Uh, you know, because, well, Paul, the last, you and I have bad luck when we record very often. The worst. Well, it's because yeah, I've been I, living in hotels, like, for the past two yeah, months. Because you're a drifter. I am. I'm going yeah. Jack Kerouac on everyone's asses. Yeah. Oh, see, I was going to go with like um, uh, Bill Bigsby era uh, Bruce Banner, David Banner. David right? Banner. Oh, yeah, that's yeah, way better. David Banner. Yeah. Now you got that song stuck in my head. Thanks. Uh, are you talking about the Walking Away Hitchhiking song? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, now it's stuck in my head too. <laughs> hey, so you and I had trouble recording the last time we tried to do this. Yes, we did. And. So that whole week, I ended up just not doing anything because, first off, like the whole joke I wanted to do that week was Hail Hydra, and it was Memorial Week. So I was like, well, there goes that one. And then you and I couldn't record, so there went Wednesday. And then on Memorial Day, I actually spoke with the young lady who is doing the Life After Flash, Flash Gordon uh, bio or um, documentary. Nice. But she was in a small pub in the north of England that had a shitty internet signal. So we spoke for half an hour, but it kept dropping, it bottom out and then come back. Yeah, at least you got to talk to her, though. That sounds cool. That was kind of cool. Well, so what we did was we went with very short, very simple. We tried to do about half an hour. Mm -hmm. Last night I went to edit it. It stopped recording at seven minutes. I mean, it's there. It's 30-some-odd minutes long, but it's all silent after seven minutes. Awesome. So I was just like, fraggle rock. But she emailed, yeah, she emailed me Sunday morning, which for her would have been like Sunday afternoon. Mm-hmm. And she's like, oh, hey, how did it come out? And I just wrote to her later. I'm like, you sound great. Recording was terrible. Yeah. But so we're going to try to reschedule that. You should, dude. That'd be good because I'd watch the yep. shit out of that documentary. Yeah. that's. Um, they've only got a little bit more money they're trying to raise to finish off just a couple more things. That's good. She's trying to track down Timothy Dalton. Mm-hmm. <sighs> Timothy Dalton and then one or two other things are in a different oh and uh, Ornella Muti who played um, Princess Aura cool uh, that's she needs to go to Rome I'm just like wow your life is tough yeah it's hard <laughs> to know. find someone in Rome hopefully she's just not going to tap on shoulders just walk around have you seen this woman <laughs> yeah. but um oh so here's something cool coming up uh, I talked to Doug Jones on Twitter last week that's awesome 
So guess who's getting an interview with Doug Jones the week of ModestoCon? Oh, that's so awesome. Are you, like, just totally nerding out like right now? I am, but I'll tell you what, Micah, my son, just about shit his drawers when I told him. Because <laughs> Pan's Labyrinth is just, like, one of his favorite movies. Yeah. So, you know, he was freaking out about that. And so now I'm sitting here going, now, you realize if I get Sam Jones and Doug Jones that weekend, I win the internet for the week. Yeah, you do. Double Joneses. Yeah. Uh, nobody can draw to that pair. That's awesome. Yeah. So that Good, man. I'm awesome. happy for you. That's great. Yeah. Oh, and then this week, not that it matters to you, but um, Corner Gas, the guy that played the uh, one of the police officers on Corner Gas, Deborah and I are interviewing him Friday night. What? That's cool. Yeah. Um, well, you know what's really cool about him? He's got a project coming up. Um, he and a bunch of other uh, Native, what, are they Native Canadians or are they just called First Nations when you're in Canada? But um, American Indians. I have no idea. They have done an all Native American or First Nations version of King Lear. Totally. Yeah, and they also, and you can't get it here in the States. This is one of the things I'm going to ask them about. They also have a behind-the-scenes making of of this that I really want to see. That's awesome. Where can you watch Corner Gas? Because I've been listening to your (sighs) podcast, and I'm just like, this sounds funny, but I want to watch it. (laughs) Paul... Just just between you and I, I will figure out a way to get it to you. Okay. On Corner Gas Online, our Corner Gas fan site, uh-huh. I link to the, the YouTube pages with it, okay. but they're shitty copies. But nah, you yeah. can watch them. Yeah, I'll have to check but, it out. Yeah. Uh, you can, for those who are looking, you can get each season for about 13 bucks, or you can get the whole show, the whole box set, for like 80 bucks on Amazon. Oh, that's not bad. Yeah, it's not real bad. And... Honestly, get the first season, check it out. I don't think you'll be disappointed. Oh, I don't. I doubt it. Yeah. Yeah. It's a, it's one of my favorite shows, one of the funniest ones I've ever seen. Matter of fact, just today, an episode of Little Geek Lost that I recorded with her host, Cyanide, uh, she's up in Canada, so we ended up talking about corn gas for like 12 minutes. <laughs> nice. So. She's all like, well, how does a married couple in Central California get hooked on a Canadian TV show? I'm like, yeah, sometimes know, you just right? find those gems, you know? That's it. Sometimes you just find it. So anyhow, Paul, we are almost to week number three of Rebirth now. Yeah, Have so you... yeah, I've been reading uh, all the Rebirth titles. You know what? The one I missed is the one I said I was going to get, which is Green Arrow. I forgot all about it. Uh, that's probably my favorite one. Is it really? Well, mm-hmm. then there we go. I'll have to go back down to Bonanza Comics and get it then. Yeah, so I really like the artist on it. Um, Batman was probably my least favorite one, which I was surprised. Yeah, I, I, I okay, that being said, what they're doing with Calendar Man looks fucking awesome. Well, yeah, Calendar Man was dope. You know, I like that yeah. new power set that they gave him. Uh, yeah. I don't really want to give any spoilers, but or I may, yeah. I don't care, but... Um, <laughs> um, but that turned his creep factor up to 50. Yeah, it just felt like it wasn't like a new... I felt like it just kind of continued on. Right. Um, well, yeah, because like with Duke, I mean, they changed, they changed something there a yeah. little bit. Um, but yeah, Batman... You know, I think Batman and Superman both suffered from uh, what I call Game of Thrones-itis, which is occasionally you just have an episode that goes, and here's where everybody is right now, so that way next week when they do something astonishing, you'll know. Yeah, no, and I think that's the point of Rebirth. Yeah. Um, I just, um, of course, I was reading Green Arrow, and I was thinking of you because he's like, hey, he's back in Seattle. Yeah, it's, yeah, everything I love. <laughs> well, so here's what we know about Joff Johns. Um, 
he understands these characters better than anybody right now. Mm-hmm. Would have and I am not surprised to see that he's going back, going, well, where did where did these characters really hit their stride, and then borrow elements from that. Yep. Um, you know, there's still going to be things I don't like, and I, I, I would not be shocked to see Superboy and Robin's outfits change in the short term. Yeah, it's totally true. Um, because right now I kind of look at it and I'm like, eh, but they're going to go, I imagine they're going to found the Teen Titans. At least Robin is. Yeah, Robin uh, yeah. most definitely is what, you know, the first rebirth seemed to give it away, you know, with the 13 on the cake. Right. Um, it, well, it took me a second to realize what the smile was, too, because, oh, in a new idea. And I'm like, oh. And I think it was actually even after I talked to you, I was like, that's what they were getting at. Yep. She's finally a teenager. Yep. So I thought that was pretty cool. So I'm super excited about, though. Like, I'm going to, you know, I went, um, actually had to buy Green Lantern because by the time I went to the comic shop here, they were out. So I had to go online and buy it. For like thirteen bucks, but I was like, I'm getting it, you know. Well, yeah, at that point you're getting. You know, I'm still kicking around. There's a comic shop out of, oh God, um, I don't know, maybe it's like Colorado or something. Mm. But basically, for fifty bucks, they'll set you up with all the first issues of uh, Rebirth, and then they just mail them out at the end of the month. And I'm really kicking it around right now, just so I know I don't. Yeah, I think it's a discount comic book services or something like that. I think that's right. Yeah, I have Midtown I Comics app that is really works really well too. Oh, is that right? Yeah, so I couldn't get it on that for some reason, and like an hour later, it was back on there for like three bucks, and I was like, "Oh, son of a bitch." <laughs> okay. So yeah, well, it works pretty good. I get. I'll, I'll have to, but yeah, you get the if the price is up, it's like buying stocks. Yeah. If the price is up right now, that's the price you're paying. Yeah, and I wanted the variant covers for yeah. some reason. <laughs> Oh, you know, I, I'm sure I will yeah. want the variant of something, but I am still so sour about the whole 1990s that that, that just pisses me off. Yeah, at least there's only one variant cover. Right. Not there's not, 50. yeah. We, yeah. Because that's overkill yeah. when they do, like, 50 of them. Yep. Oh, um, I just want to hit this real quick, because I need to look and see if it's true. Mark Millar... Yes. I, I guess is paying $10,000 a book for eight books... For his Hit Girl comic and is, is yeah. accepting open don or open submissions. On yeah, it. I read that too. Holy balls! That would be uh, really cool for somebody. <laughs> yeah, so I'm, I I need to I meant to look this up and get the link to it, but I'm going to do it for this episode just because I think that is outstanding. Yeah, that's awesome. I mean, that's talk about a great opportunity for. He's going to be busy reading some scripts. Oh yeah, but um, well, here's the thing, man. If you get a if you. <laughs> If you land a Mark Millar comic, you're you're getting motion picture money. Oh yeah, yeah. And so uh, you know, do it if you can get that job. If you even think you might have a shot, check it out. And I think his website's just markmillar.com. Yeah. As well, but. I mean, there's just, he's just one of those guys like he's, he can put anything his name on anything, and people are going to mm-hmm. buy it. Yeah. Well, and and for good reason. Yeah. No. I yeah. I like his yeah. stuff. There's very well, few. He's not, few things I've read by him that I was kind of like, man, it's okay. Yeah, he's not like a, a Liefeld or somebody <laughs> who squeaks by for years on a name, you know. But uh, I probably hit that topic enough. Yeah. <laughs> hey, <am> I loud. <laughs> he's pouring sugar in your gas tank right now. He is. I'm telling you, he's going to find you. You're lucky he's not in Modesto Con. Yeah, is he uh, Is he bigger than me? He's in pretty, he's pretty good, good shape. Is he? Yeah. 
Okay. Yeah. Well, yeah, then I'm glad he's not coming to Minestocon. He's walk right over to your booth. Yeah, he might. He very well might. <laughs> <laughs> so overall, what's your what's your impression of Rebirth? Um, I'm digging it so far. Um, you know, the DC Universe Rebirth. I was. I mean, that got me so. I I haven't been so like excited about comic books like an event or something as I have been after reading Rebirth. Yeah. Because these are characters I love and I have really have had little interest about these guys for the last five years. Yeah, since 2011. I'm right? just like, I, you know, I read it and it feels like a chore and then I'm just like, I just don't really like it, you know? Yeah. But now I'm excited about it again. I am excited about it. It seems seems to me as if they are headed in a direction I want to follow. I, For a guy who tries not to get worked up about things and not say, you know, like, George Lucas, you ruined my childhood. Yeah, no. When I when I read about the new Fifty Two, I was like, I'll take a look at it, but I'm not I'm not feeling it right now. And then I looked at it and went, apparently, you guys don't want me buying your product anymore. Yeah. Period. My buddy said that when it came out, I was excited about it, <laughs> and then I read it. I was like, yeah, but then I read it, and I was like, what the hell yeah. is going on? Well, I just don't get why you would take something with a 70-year history and then go, ah, but it all happened in the last five years. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, especially, well, here's the thing. I guess it was a gamble. Say, like, they had done it, and they had done it well, and it paid off. (laughs) Everybody would be talking about what geniuses they were. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's not like they haven't done anything like that before. Right. You know? But but what happened was they did it, and it sucked, and they stuck with, you know what it reminded me of, Paul? The Iraq War. Yeah. Yeah, well, eventually, I have to imagine it was the bean counters who finally just said, you know, the guys that actually oh, have to go sit, oh, yeah. and sit in the meetings. If it was making money. Well, that's just it. If it made money, nobody would care. I mean, Batman was the only title that was really making money. Batman, Justice League, and, like, Harley Quinn. Yeah. Or, like, in the top 20. But out of, you know, that's three out of 17 comics that DC owns. And then, of course, Dark Knight 3 came out, and it sold a lot of issues, too. But that's a miniseries. You can't. That Get your count. yearly income of a, a miniseries, you know. Yeah, that that just doesn't count. Um, yeah, but overall, I'm I'm pretty stoked. I, I think it seems to be going well. You know, I mean, well, I guess we'll see what happens in the long run. Yeah, I'm I'm gonna, I'm definitely going to be at the shop on Wednesday morning when it opens. Get the rest of the rebirth stuff and uh, see how it goes. Yeah, and let's let, let's talk Superman real quick. Yeah, I'm uh, super excited about Superman. Yeah. The one, the, the one I will call the real Superman. Yes, I concur. Uh, yeah, uh, I, I, I thought it was kind of a, a, a shit move of them though, just to spend one book going. Well, I guess that guy's dead. <laughs> there you go. Well, I, this, it's needed. I, I kind of understand that, but it was like they spent one book to go up. Oh, I guess this Krypton didn't have a, a regeneration device. Yeah, I mean, because yeah. if they didn't do that. Everyone would be waiting around saying, all right, when's he coming back? When's he coming back? Well, and and they, they handled that real early with Lois and Clark going, uh, well, he's probably coming back to life, right? You came back to life. Yeah. yeah. And then this issue was like, nope, not going to happen. Yeah, sorry. That, that just ain't going on. Yeah. So I'm glad they did it. Very first issue. All right, readers, this isn't going to happen. Get over it. Yeah. We're just not dealing with this. I've actually read on social media some people really upset about it that they said this new, the new Fifty Two Superman was better than the old Superman. Uh, I wonder who was. I wonder who's saying that. I, I really. I, I don't know. That. Like young people, 
I maybe, maybe younger people that never read Superman before. I don't, I don't, I don't know. Well, you you know how I feel about it. the John Romita Jr. Superman art. I was not a fan of that. No. Um, and what was Superman in armor with a buzz cut, and then losing the armor with, and then going with a t-shirt and fist wraps. Come on, I mean, just none of this says Superman to me yeah, at all. It's, it's so, and the continuity was so confusing. I'm like, so this book he's wearing jeans and a t-shirt, and this book he's wearing yeah. armor suit. Well, you know, just just to kind of hit that real quick, when they first started the new Fifty Two, they had one book that was five years ago and one book that was current. Yeah. For everybody, kind of. Kind of, sort of. Yeah. And they just kind of shit the bed. Yes. It was hard, it was hard to follow. You know, uh, and, I mean, did anybody buy Superman in a T-shirt and blue jeans and a cape? I mean, did anybody look at that and go, well, there's a fantastic idea. Yeah, why would you put a cape on a T-shirt? But anyway, yeah. That's neither here nor there. But uh, I listened to an interview with Greg Rucka, and he's going to kind of – so a lot of these titles are going to ship – Twice monthly. Right. Which is, I guess, you know, I'm happy this two ninety nine, but then they're like, oh, they're going to ship it. I'm still paying six bucks, essentially. But anyways, yep. but it's a lot of books. So like Greg Rucka, his, he's doing Wonder Woman, which is awesome because his Wonder Woman run was great. Um, mm-hmm. One of the, the odd, the odd number issues, I guess, is going to be current. And then the even numbered issues is going to be like, Kind of like Wonder Woman Year One, like for, for coming, you know, leaving the island. Okay. So it's not going to be like one story. It's going to change the story. And there's going to be a different artist, so you're not confused. So it's almost like two different titles. I don't know hmm. why I don't just do two different titles, but... Yeah, well, probably because, I don't know, it, this fits in with the rest of what they're doing. Um, this is how they're handling everything, so they just want to leave it that way. But yeah, it does sound to me like this would be better handled with, you know, Action Comics and Batman, you know, Wonder Woman and Spectacular Comics or something like that. Yeah, no doubt. I'm I'm very excited about the creative teams, and I think they got these teams like locked, like under contract. That's the way it sounded. I didn't go and research them all, but it sounded to me yeah. like all their primary books were okay. You guys are with us for however many years. And here's the books you're doing. Yeah, I think they really learned from Batman and, you know, Snyder and Capullo's run. Mm-hmm. Like, they did it, those two guys, for a long time. And it was easily the best-received uh, title that the New 52 had. Oh, by had. far. Yeah, by far. Um, and I think a, a certain lesson should have been learned, I think. And, you know, keep in mind, people, I'm, I'm talking from way outside the industry, but... <clears throat> The books they left alone primarily were Batman and Green Lantern, which were the two biggest books going into the New 52. So they left a lot of that alone, and then once they started forcing Green Lantern to go along with it, it slid off the charts. Yeah, it got really weird really quick. Yeah. So, I mean, there's... Well, yeah. Um, I I guess one of the other things I want to talk about is there are... You know, they've already had some shakeups... Geoff Johns is now going to be like the overseeing editor of all the books yep. at DC. Mm-hmm. Um, he is also now he was he was co-writing the new Batman movie with Ben Affleck. Yep. Apparently now he's in charge of all the DC movies to some degree. Yeah, I think that's a good call. I do too. Um, like I said earlier, he understands these characters where other people don't. Yeah. Um, this way, you can even hire a writer or a director who don't know him as well. 
and he could come in and go, hey, you know, I got veto rights on this. Here's what I don't like. Cut this out. Fix that. But otherwise, you got something solid here. Yes. Yeah. Do you see his tweet about the title of the movie? I where he just said it was Justice League. <laughs> Justice League. Yeah. He just wanted to clear it up. And he just, but I love how he like tagged Zack Snyder on it. <laughs> yeah. Just so you know. Just Zach. so you know, it's going to be called Justice League because all the other titles were like four word titles. Yep. I can't remember them well, off the top of my head right now, but I'm like, good. Just call it Justice yeah. League. Oh yeah, absolutely. Well, you know, and I'm okay. So here's the thing. Batman versus Superman. I refuse to call it Batman versus Superman: The Dawn of Justice. That's just fourteen <laughs> words is too many for a movie title. Yes, and I think Batman versus Superman gets across everything you need to know. Um, the extended cut is coming out to digital in what another two weeks? Yeah, I'll, I'll probably be picking that up just to see oh, if I, it does any. I mean, I might as well. Yeah, I will. Because you want know skip to the parts I like. Yeah, I can watch that fight scene, and then I can run it on two screens, that next Excalibur, yeah. and go, see, I was right. Like, I knew it. Yeah. Um, but the, was it the cinematographer or somebody said, look, people who hated this movie, this three-hour cut is not going to change their mind. Yeah. Okay, so that goes around, that, so the movie gets a buck. Well, apparently there's further talks that Warner Brothers film is going to get a shake-up now. Yeah, I read that today, too. Yeah. Um, I mean, nobody's actually able to point to what's getting shaken up yet. But one of the pieces that, that kind of made me look at it funny was instead of saying Warner Brothers film, they kept saying DC Comics. So yeah. Either the author didn't know what he was talking about or there's a shakeup coming to DC Comics and the guy didn't realize what he was writing about. Yeah, that's true. Uh, yeah. Um, there, it, It's good to say, shake it up every once in a while. Oh, absolutely. And again, you know, and I'm going to do this without shitting on uh, Dan and Jim, but um, if you shit can your job for five years, I mean, there's still a role for you, but somebody else needs to write the boat for a while. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, I, yeah. I agree. Like, give someone give someone else a chance to do, yeah. and I think uh, it would be, it's not a bad move by DC. That, no, Especially going I with Jeff Johns, like... He's been known to make good decisions. Yeah. Well, look at, I mean, just you know, going back 10 years ago, but look at his original Rebirth titles. Some of the best things I've ever read in my life. Yeah. And and fixed 20-year-old problems. Absolutely. You know? Yeah. Um, all right, Paul. So uh, let's talk about the other elephant in the room that happened uh, uh, last week. No, the week before last at this point. Yeah, I'm glad we, yep. we're talking now because I was... Yeah, you were ready to jump over the edge of the boat with this one, huh? But yeah, but uh, well, I'm mad at myself because go ahead. We're you know we're going to obviously well, talk about Captain America number one, right? Yes, I was I was just going to say Hail Hydra. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, this makes me twitch. But I was in my oh, car driving, and my buddy called me, and he's like, "Dude, I just read that Captain America is a Hydra agent, and he's been a Hydra agent for seventy-five years or whatever. You know, yeah. his whole you know career." That's all he told me. And then he yep. basically like hung up the phone and I almost drove into the nearest ditch. Well, that's all anybody paid attention to. Yes. That's all anybody talked about was like, oh, look, he's obvi- he's been a sleeper agent. Everybody left out the fact that he was a 94-year-old dying man just a few weeks before that a remnant of the Cosmic Cube brought back to power. Yeah, I'm sure and, that didn't do anything to him. Yeah. And you know what? Here's another thing. 
Captain America was a werewolf a few years ago, and that never changed either. Right. So that's the thing. So, of course, I was really upset. But then I got mm-hmm. home, uh, and then I waited a few days, I got the issue, read the issue, and then I was like, why is everybody freaking out? Like, this is just a good espionage. It, the only thing that made me angry was his stupid-ass costume. You know, I kind of liked it. Really? I'm not a fan. I, I kind of I, I liked it. It was, it was obviously Captain America, but it looked different, you know? I didn't think it was horrid. And and I like the flying kite shield as well. Damn it, I want wings on the side of his head. <laughs> like the standout kind or just the embossed on the on the helmet? I'll, I'll, I'll settle for the embossed. Okay. Because that's what Chris Evans rocks in the movies now, yeah. you know. So, I mean, it was, it, was, it, it was a good story for what it was. Mm-hmm. He dropped a huge cliffhanger at the end of yep. which, and it pissed everybody off. Nick Spencer in, in Marvel Comics is... Are geniuses because it came out the they did it the same day that Rebirth came out. Oh, absolutely! No, it was a good good move on their part. It it, it took some of the air out of the room. Yeah, um, it kind of makes me mad. I'm like, you couldn't let them have that day. You couldn't let them have one day. No, no, no. But you know what? Here's the thing. Uh, again, I, I'm going to keep using pro wrestling as the analogy. Everybody's better when everybody's fighting yes. their hardest. Yeah. No, I was and, totally. I'm I'm on board with that. Yeah. And when DC and Marvel are going at each other tooth and claw, fighting for that last dollar in that kid's pocket, that's when I want to read it. You know, when DC sitting complacent like they did in the early 90s, late 80s, and now where they're just like, oh, fuck it, we'll take three books in the top 20. Now, you guys want you guys want 20 in the top 20, and that's when I want to read your books. Yes. That's when I want to see it. Yeah, and... Uh... So the good, I, I was listening to another interview with Nick Spencer, you know, because mm-hmm. I was like, all right, let's see what he has to say about this issue. And he, he essentially like he was trolling DC, like was a big part of it, because he's still a little butthurt that they fired him a long time ago. Like, oh, I'm sure. Yeah. I mean, he's he's you know he's still friends with guys over there and stuff like that. But he, it, he thinks it's funny, which I in turn also think it's hilarious that he made the internet break and that people are getting giving him death threats. You know, and over a comic book that we're not even 100% sure what's going on. It's just the clickbait that says, like, Captain America has been a you know, Hydra agent forever. He's a sleeper agent that has been forever. Mm-hmm. Which, at no point does it say that. No, it does not. Now, it, it might possibly lean towards it and also... Okay, this doesn't have to be a Kobic thing. Yeah, this this could be a double a double whammy yeah. that Steve Rogers is doing. We don't know. You know. Yeah, you know. But I did hear an interesting theory the other day, and somebody. Oh God, I don't even remember whose podcast it was. I wish I did so I could credit them. But the guy's theory was he goes, "Look, Captain America has just spent the last fifty years knocking out Hydra agents, so he could take over the whole thing." So they they went with the him being a Hydra agent. Yeah, and then playing good guy so he could take out the leaders of Hydra so he could just assume command. I was like, that's kind of a, a bizarre genius yeah, in itself, that's too. That's a good one. Oh, and if you want to check out the interview with Nick Spencer, it's uh, the podcast is Word Balloon with John Suntress. It's a great John Suntress. Yeah, it's called Word Balloon. Great podcast. He interviews like tons of writers and artists and guys in the industry. Oh, cool. Yeah, so oh, Nick definitely. Nick Spencer. I mean, it was just and. and 
he kind of put me at ease because he's going to say in the, the second issue, we're going to find out what is going on. So we're not going to have to wait like six months or a year for a six issue or 12 issue story to find out what's going on with Captain America. We're going to find out, you know, issue number two. Yeah. Two, what, two or three more weeks here. Yeah. So I'm like, okay. And, um, it sounds like it's just in the basis of the whole thing. The story is what happens when the most trusted man in the, you know, in the Marvel universe is a bad guy. Right. And, you know, and he may not be a bad guy, but only the readers know that. And then the rest yeah, no, of the there's... Marvel universe is going to be dealing with this guy, but he's actually, you know, a bad guy. Yeah. Well, no, there's a lot of really fertile stuff here. That's, oh yeah. I, I couldn't understand why people got as upset as they. I mean, I did at a gut level, but I'm like, guys, it's a comic book. <laughs> you know, you got to read to the end of the story. You can't just go 20 pages in and go, oh, goddamn them. Yeah, you got to read the whole story. Now, if it does turn out that this is true, I'm gonna be pretty salty. <laughs> I'll admit it, but I'm giving well, Nick Spencer uh, the benefit of the doubt because I don't think he would do that to Captain America or Marvel wouldn't allow that to happen. You know, especially with the movies coming out and all this other stuff, you know, it's not going to make this hugely, you know, popular character a bad guy for now. Right. And he, you know, especially not a bad guy for entire, forever, his whole legacy. That's crazy. Yeah. They're not going to wipe out 100 years of Captain America. They're just not going to do it. I, well, I hope not. <laughs> but I don't think yeah. he is. That's my, you know, I don't think he'd do that. Yeah. Um, no, they're just, you know, they're not going to do it. Look, even, you know, when, every time they've ever replaced him, it's been temporary. Yeah, it's just you know, it's just not going to happen that way. Um, now they may build a big story that makes it look that way. I mean, who knows? And you know, everybody should let them do what they're going to do. Did you read the issue? I did. I did. Um, what did you think about Steve and Sharon Carter? Um, did you get the heebie, you know what heebie-jeebies a little bit? No, no, I didn't. Um, I, I could see where people would. But again, you know, we're talking about comic books where they artificially aged Arisha up in age so she could have an affair with Hal Jordan, even though she was only supposed to be 12, Um, where they had Norman Osborn, it turned out, had knocked up Gwen Stacy, even though she would have been 15. Not a fan of that. Uh, Yeah. You know, it's just, it's it's that thing that, you know, sometimes I just got to, I got to divorce myself and not try to apply real world moral yeah. viewpoints to certain things. But I think if anybody would like not care about what someone looked like would be, would be Steve Rogers. You would think. Yeah. Unless he's a hydrange. Yeah, he's well, just using her. Yeah. Which may be the case. But, you know, but I, I could see where, you know, certain people, I could see where they did. I, you know what, Paul, honestly, when I read it, it didn't even register. I didn't even think about it till later. I read somebody brought it up and then I'm like, eh, yeah, okay. But for me, it wasn't even an issue at the time. Yeah. It was like, to me, I was just like, oh, that's interesting. But then I yeah. thought about it, and I was like, yeah, Steve would still stick around. You know? Mm-hmm. But it no, was a I, good issue, and I'm excited to see uh, where it goes. Yeah. No, I, I think it is. Well, let's let's look at it this way. When's the last time anybody talked about Captain America? Was it when he died? Yeah, it was a big. It, this is the yeah. I would say the last time he got so much media attention was on the news. Even was when he died. Yeah, so ten years ago. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, they did what they wanted to do. It's a great business decision. 
piss everybody off and everybody bought it. And then people bought yeah. it and burned it, which is like, they already got your money. Burn all you want. Hey, well, well, that's okay because now the guys that collected them, now they'll finally be worth something. Yeah. I'm like, thanks. Yeah. Burn them all. I got a copy. Oh, you know what I want to check into? Um, now that everybody's working again and the economy is kind of upticked a little bit, mm-hmm. are, are comics selling better than they did for a long time there? Um, I think they actually are doing relatively well. Yeah, I, I haven't looked into it, but I know paper books have picked up. Yeah, I haven't really... Uh, some of the podcasts I listen to, uh, the guys on there are actually like retailers, and they said they've mm-hmm. uh, pretty happy with the last couple of years of you know what's going on. Uh, yeah. But then um, sometimes I hear some retailers, they stop um, putting out like... Um, issues like the issues at all the new issues because they're not making money off those right they have to supplement their shops with like magic well but that's been the case for a long yeah. time but you know what what i didn't like for a long time there was you go into a comic shop and their back catalog was damn near empty you couldn't yeah. find older comics for a long time there yeah it's definitely the case um yeah i think it's just you know a lot of, a lot of people are going trade paperbacks that i prefer trade paperbacks to be perfectly honest because I don't like watching um, TV one episode at a time. I binge watch Netflix, so I kind of right. now I binge my comics. I usually wait by, you know, go on Amazon or and buy the trade paperback and then read it that way. No, I, I, I feel the same way. I never really liked reading digital comics. I kind of thought it was, I don't know, I didn't think it actually worked very well. You know, a comic book didn't seem to work well to me as a digital page. I'd much rather hold the physical book in my hand. Right. And, you know, the other problem is with, like, digital comics is, like, you read them on the toilet and everybody gets pink eye. Well, that's why my iPad is my iPad. <laughs> um, you know, just this year I picked, I finally picked up a 10-inch Kindle, and I still haven't even tried to read a comic on it because my trying to read a comic on a 7-inch was such a terrible thing. I've read them on my uh, iPhone. Yeah, you told me that once. I I don't it's know. Tough. I just couldn't. I, I'd rather do it on my iPad. But if I'm you know yep. sitting somewhere on board, because my son he his uncle got him a, a Marvel Unlimited account. Oh. So um, I'll you know watch or read it on his account. And okay, it's actually pretty cool. It's like sixty to hundred dollars. I can't remember the price. It maybe let's just say hundred for will be conservative. Hundred bucks a year, and you can read anything that's like six months or older. You can just read it unlimited. So what is that? Eight and a half dollars a month. Yeah. Or eight eight dollars and twenty. I think you have to buy like um, two three issues a, a month to maintain. To, that. So like if you read more than three issues a month, you're paying for it. And you can download. Uh, you can read up to twelve offline, so you can like download twelve at a time on your device. Mm-hmm. Other than that, it's all Wi-Fi. That's pretty slick. So it's pretty cool. Like I'll just go yeah. and like just read super old stuff on there and be like, oh, that's cool. You know, the death of Captain Marvel. I haven't read that in a while. And sit there and yeah. read it. Well, I don't know. I don't know if you listened to uh, today's episode with me and Don Adams, the film editor. I did. Okay. Well, you heard you heard that thing where we kind of talked briefly about how nobody really owns anything anymore. No, they don't. You know, because like if. You know, if there's some, you know, 
I don't know, if something happens and say they they're hacked and all evidence of you ever having that subscription is gone. Mm-hmm then you don't own any of the comic books you bought. You don't own any of the movies you got through Amazon. Yes. You know? So, it, it while I think it's cool, it also terrifies me a little bit. No, it definitely does. Like, I have to, you know, all the digital comics I have, I have them backed up, you know, on a, mm-hmm. on a hard drive, but I have a massive trade paperback collection. I have, like, two huge, like, six-foot, three-foot-wide bookshelves completely full of trade paperbacks. Oh wow, that is a lot. And that you know, I, I've carried around on every move I've had, and uh, which is which is a few moves. And I love just having those because then my son will be like, "What should I read?" And I'll be like, "Have you ever read this?" You know, and people will come over and they'll be like, "Oh my gosh, I mean, you want to borrow some?" You know, kind of like spreading the word. Oh yeah, no, that's that's a very good idea. And I love my collection, and I I value having uh, something physical. I don't really have a lot of floppies anymore. Like, I still do. I probably have about five short boxes of older mm-hmm. comics, but I don't really... You know, I'm getting the Rebirth ones just because I'm, like, so excited about it. Like, I can't wait. I don't want to wait for the trades. Right. Which doesn't usually happen very often. Usually, you know, I get the trades because I read so much stuff. I'm never, like, waiting to read something. Well, yeah, but this this kind of proves... Let's see here. This kind of proves that you can still create an immediate want in the comic book community by putting out the right kind of product. Yes, absolutely. I, I absolutely agree with that. I, um, I, yeah. So I just got um, nope. "I Kill Giants" in the mail. Oh, okay. By Joe Casey. So, yeah. I haven't started reading well, it, but it's supposed to be super good, and I've never read it before, and I'm kind of ashamed of myself. But well, you know, I, I've never read it, but I, I remember hearing about it. You know. Um, well, this weekend, Deborah and I went to a, um, oh, you know, Asian food market, one of those ones that mm-hmm. most white people stay out of. Yeah. And we went in there, but it turned out there was a comic book shop in Modesto right around the corner from it that I'd never heard of before. Oh, really? Yeah. Cool. And so we went in and I bought, um, I bought Marvel's the 20th anniversary version. Nice. The hardbound. Yeah, I got that. Um, I used to own the paperback of it years ago. I actually used to own the issues years and years ago, but I owned a paperback of it years ago. I couldn't tell you if I still have it or not, so I bought the hardbound. I also got Court of Owls Volume 1 hardbound. Nice. And then I picked up a weird little book. So, you know, Flash Gordon as a character is owned by King King Features Limited, uh-huh. who also owns Fan- the Phantom, the Ghost Who Walks, yeah. Mandrake the Magician, and Prince Valiant. Back in the 30s and 40s, these were like the most famous comic book or comic strip characters. Oh, yeah, totally. Um, well, so there's a book, I don't know when it came out, it's called The Kingsman, and it was all of them as a superhero team going to Mongo to fight Ming the Merciless. What? I, I didn't expect a whole lot out of it, but I went ahead and picked it up because I thought, well, shit, how can I walk past this, you know? Yeah, I mean, that seems like a pretty cool idea at the very least. Yeah. <laughs> You know, it, it kind of it kind of weirded me out a little bit because you got know, read the first part. It doesn't explain how they got together, so I don't know if I missed something. When was this published? Is it relatively yeah. new, or is it? Um, I it's probably in the last year or two. Oh, that's not that's that's new. Yeah, yeah. But I was just like, well, you know, um, who it was Dynamite who published it. Ah, okay. Yeah. So I mean, you know, it's relatively recent, but I was just like, well, okay, you know, if you're gonna do something, you know, that was at least a novel concept. You know, put all of them on a team together. Oh, yeah, totally. 
I would read that. Yeah. So I may go hunt down the rest of them and check it out. I mean, you know, when you have great characters and nobody does anything with them, why, why have them? Oh, absolutely. There's nothing yeah. worse than, you know, like it saddens me, like, when a character, like for a long time, like Hellboy, you know, Mike Mignola stopped doing Hellboy. And, um, right. I was like, oh, this sucks. I love Hellboy. And uh, he's doing, you know, Hellboy in Hell now, which is awesome, you know. Yeah. Well, that just ended, right? It just ended. Um, I have it on my Amazon wish list. I'm about to pick it up because I wanted to wait till it finished so I can binge watch it like I do. Go straight through. Yeah, yeah. but it just, you know, stuff like that, that it just it just goes away, you know, and it bums me up. These characters you love, but I mean, I guess people can't, you know, do it, do it forever. But we want it to be forever. Oh sure. Well, yeah, we never want the party to end. Is yeah, the thing. Yeah. But I'd rather, I guess, I'd rather it end than uh, go to some random creative team that doesn't know what to do with it either. Yeah, I can see that. All right, Paul. Well, we we are running down on time. Any topics I missed tonight, or anything you want to? Uh, do you watch that? Preacher? I have not seen episode two yet. Yeah. I did watch episode one. What'd you think? It was okay. I liked it. I, it's got potential. It's different. It yeah, was, it's different. Yeah, it's different. But, uh, yeah, I'll be checking it. I haven't watched uh, the second episode either. I've been unpacking oh, my house, but... You know what? Hold on. There is news I need to t- touch on before we go. Okay. And I think it was just announced today. Superman will be in season two of Supergirl. Yes, I did see that. Um, we don't know... We don't know anything about him besides that. No, they said that's dope. I'm super excited. Yeah. I like that show. I don't care. I'll admit it. Yeah, no, no, I don't think there's anything wrong with it. <laughs> a lot of people are like, "Oh, it's kind of campy." I'm like, "Good," because well, yeah. I'm tired of this dark Arrow nonsense. I like oh. I like Flash and I like Supergirl. Love Flash. Love. Did you watch the end of Arrow by any chance? No, I I had to drop it. Remember, I had to yeah. drop. I dropped that. I dropped Gotham and I dropped. Um. Legends of Tomorrow, even though I may watch the second season. Okay, so here's the thing. I'm going to give Legends another chance. I dropped Gotham four episodes into the first season. I could give a bucket of warm piss on a cold day about what happens. Yeah, I watched show. a lot more than that, but yeah, I stopped. But I may because of the whole you know Justice Society thing that mm-hmm. they're going to incorporate in the second season. So I'm like, you know what? I may, I may give it another chance just because I. I want to see those characters. Okay, you do know that Our Man showed up. Yes, in the last so that's episode. what I heard, and I was like, "Oh, I love Our Man." Yeah. So I'll definitely check that out. Yeah, no, it's um, I I am glad to see that they are starting to look into some of this stuff. Um, I'm probably going to give Legends another shot when they do the four hour crossover that I'm sure they're going to do this year. That's going to be Supergirl, Flash, yeah. Legends, and Arrow. Yeah, I will. I will watch that. But Arrow was such a shitty ending that it's Reddit got taken over by Daredevil fans. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. I read that. It, I remember that. Like, I was like, oh, gosh, was it like, that bad? This was so bad. Oh, Paul, I actually watched it, because I just wanted to see where it ended up. I don't I don't even miss it. So that's why I know. I'm like, I don't I don't miss it. Yeah. It, oh, it was just so bad. So, so bad. The finale of Flash was great, though. Yes, it was. Oh, actually... The finale of Flash gave me like gave me like spinal meningitis for like fifteen <laughs> seconds. I was like, did he just? So yeah, and I guess everybody is probably kind of hoping for the same thing. We're hoping for a giant Crisis on Infinite Earth storyline that brings Supergirl to the Flash Arrowverse. 
Yeah, I mean, it was very, I mean, a flashpoint paradox. Yeah. So we're, gonna, I mean, it's obviously not going to be the same. Uh, but I, I mean, that would be great if it would be the same because I would like to see the alternate world with Thomas Wayne as Batman and you know Aquaman and Wonder Woman fighting. You know, mm-hmm. um, that would be cool. But I don't think they're going to go down that. Yeah, no, not. but I think I think we'll see we'll see his his parents maybe come back. Yeah. Um, you know, and I'm hoping also since we found out that Jake Garrick is his dad's doppelganger on Earth three. Yeah. I'm hoping we do see some more bouncing around the multiverse. Um, but Doctor Wells, I guess his actor is signed for next season. Good, I like him. Yeah, so do I. I liked him when he was just JD's brother on Scrubs. Well, yeah, that's one of the greatest shows of all time. Really, really, really is. It really is. All right, so I guess that's it for this week, huh? Yeah, it was a good week. Good week yeah. to be a nerd. <laughs> it really was. Um, but like Don said earlier, or when we when we recorded this week's episode, he goes, or this week's regular episode on Monday, he goes, I don't know, man. He goes, I think 1982 might have been the best time to be a nerd. So I'm going to actually have to like get out like a graph and like start laying this out at some point. When it was the best. Yeah. I do miss the 80s. Well, in 1982, it's like you were going into Return of the Jedi. Um, Wrath of Khan had just come out. Somebody listed the movies one time. Yeah. I was just like, holy shit, that was a bunch. So Yeah, the 80s were great. Yeah. Things were simpler back then. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Didn't have the internet. <laughs> Which is good and bad. It's It's got its plus A and minus. Most definitely. Yeah. All right. So, uh, and. Until next time, you can catch us on geekishcast.com, where our Facebook page is at facebook.com slash geekishcast. Uh, I tweet from at the geekishcast. Also this week, we're going to be publishing Paul's top ten of the best Star Wars lightsabers. Yep, yep. Yep, so uh, you know, check that out. I'll put that on Facebook and on the webpage when it comes out. Let us know if you agree or disagree. Yeah, I'm and, sure uh, there'll be some disagreements. <laughs> Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure. But that's that's okay. That's, 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 that's okay. Yeah. And so uh, until next time, and also, yeah, so this, God, I'm actually starting to get some semi-celebrity guests, so I'm pretty stoked, too. I know. It's cool. Yeah. I like your guests so yeah. far. Yeah, pretty good stuff. All right, Paul, we'll take care. All right, you too. We'll see you soon, and uh, hail Hydra. Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.